0: Mem zayin amar aleph. The Mishnah new Perak new haschala with a gishmak with a knak zok teheiligim Mishnah haitziyuloi es ha calf machta. They brought out to the kayingodel the calf and the machta. This is one of the mistakes that people make when they're learning Maseches Yuma. It says they took out the calf and the machta. So what was the machta? So we have, Baruch Hashem, in the last few blocks, what the machta is. And we assume the machta is the pan that held the coals. So basically they brought him the cup, the calf, the spoon, a big spoon, and a machta that held the coals. That's how most people understand it. But the Gemara is going to explain that's not what the Mishnah means. Let's see it. Chafan, he did a chafina. Chafina is he takes two palmfuls of ketiris. Chafan, malay chafnav v'nosan, lesei, chakaf. So, what happened was like this. We're going to see in the Gemara that there was a serious issue. How did the Kayan Godel bring the ketiris into the Kardashian Kadashim? He has to bring it, it's a one man show, one man band, and he has to do two things at once. He has to bring the coals and he has to bring the ketiris. And he needs malay chafnov. He needs Two handfuls of ketayas. so it is impossible to take two handfuls of k'tayrus and a pan of coals into the kodesh kadashim in one shot. There's a technical impossibility. So therefore, we, the gemara is going to say he didn't carry. He made a Khafina, but then he took the k'tayrus in a container, in a like a spoon, a big spoon that held the k'tayrus from his from his. Uh, Palms, and then he brought the spoon with the kataris, and the machta with the coals. We're going to see in the Gemara about that, but that's where this calf came in. The calf was nishadish because there's no other way for him to go in if he doesn't have a calf. So, Zarat the Gemara like this He did a he did a chafina, he put it into the calf, and we could relate to that. According to Lephi Godlai, a small person, they made a calf to fit his this was the measurement of the calf. these key words everyone should remember the gemara is going to analyze what the gemara means with the, what the mishnah means with this but the mishnah says this was the measurement he took the pan in his right hand the pan held the coals and the calf with the kataris in his left hand and there's a very important halacha that a kaya is now with his left hand, but in this Mishnah, which seems to say that the calf was brought into the Kodesh Kadashim with the left hand, and we are going to see about that in the Gemara. Gemara, Machta, we bring you a Machta over here. we Gemara, the Mishnah says, not all the is we already had before. You took the machta and you went to the tap of the Mizbech and you co- took some coals and you put it down. So why is over here we're bringing out another? Itziolein means they went into the, k- the Lishka that had all the k in and they brought out the kn the Kaf and the machta. Why do you have to bring out a machta for? He already had a machta full of coals. Why does he need another one for? So hasam Machta de The machta that we discussed before was a machta full of coals. de Over here, we're talking about unrelated. We're talking about just a pan that held Ketairus. What did he do? He made a khafina But where did he make the khafina from? He had a huge container that held Ketairus. He made a khafina from the container and then he would put it into the calf. What was that container? That container was a machta. He had a machta, pan. He filled it up with Ketairus and, and then he did a khafina and he put the Ketairus into the calf. and then he took the other machta that had the coals and he brought that into Kedesh HaKadoshim. So there's two machtas that are going on over here and you just have to held cup. With those two things. So that's what the Mishnah says. H the Hokka machta the Kateris, the Tanya they brought out to him Kaf, they brought a a, a spoon, raikon that was empty, Melishka Sakalim, Umachta Gedusha shall Kataris, a machta that was loaded down with Khatiris, Melishka Space Haftinus from the Lishka Space Haftinus, where the Kataris was made. He did a chafine, he put it into the kaf. This was the measurement. Where in the world did you get this kaf from? The Pasek says you bring bring two palmfuls of Keteris. It doesn't say anything about a kaf it's impossible how do you want him to bring a pan with coals and qataris in his palms at the same time if he brings first the coals then the qataris the qataris says you only come in once you don't come in twice you only have one chance to come in so you can't bring it one after the other hold the qataris in his palms Put the Machta on top of the Katayrs because you can't hold the Machta in your hand. The Machta was very hot. So you put the Machta on top of the Katayrs and you go in like that. Vilayal. So, so, what are you going to do when you get there? Again, he's a one man band. So, what's he going to do when he gets there? What's he going to do when he reaches the Kardashian? If he's going to take the Machta with his teeth and put it down on the floor with his teeth, you don't do in front of their shalom, in front of a regular king like this. When you come to their B'nai that's what you do. So, if somebody wants to to know what he shouldn't be doing by davening, you don't necessarily have to look in the Shulchan Aruch. You look in a Gemara in Yuma Daf and Amidalv, and you see if the Gemara says if you wouldn't do that when you're standing in front of the king, then don't do it to your Shalom. You wouldn't answer an email if you're dancing in front of standing in front of the king. So in front of the Shalom, you don't do it either. That's the Gemara that says a rule above or it You can't do it in front of the Shalom either actually a very interesting halacha regarding muktzah that the halacha is you're allowed to move muqtza with your teeth because it's not considered a normal way to be metaltal. So it could be one of the makaris, could be from this gemara. The gemara says to move something with your teeth is not considered a normal thing to do. Lefnei you don't do these crazy, it's a crazy thing to do. You don't do these kind of things in front of the melech you For sure in front of the British shalom, has kama So mele hilchach leyafshir. So it's impossible. So, I mean, even though the Torah doesn't say anything about a kaf, but Chazal had the ability. To be Mechadish, that he comes in with a calf because it's impossible. In last week's parsha, we saw calf, achas, asaira, zahav, malaya, ketayas. We saw the concept that they brought a calf full of ketayas. So, mail over here also, we could, uh, we could apply it to here that you bring the calf in. So, now you have a calf and you have a machta. Which one's more chashav, the calf or the machta? So the Mishnah says the machta you hold in your right hand and the calf you hold in your left hand. But your right hand is more chashiv, So you should hold the calf in your right hand. The kataris is the main avayda. The machta is just the hechatimtza, to burn the kataris. So why are you holding the machta in the right hand and the kataris in the left hand? That's the most kash. bimin This is a very interesting concept. I want to just translate for the Olyam to know what this means. Yetziva, Yatziv, is a lotion of a person that's settled in an area. Like we say in Daveni, MS the Yatsiv. Yatzivas Nitzavim, Parshas Nitzavim means someone saying salad. Yetziva is someone that's gizunt in a certain place. He's a, he's a of keva, he's a, he's a Ezrach, you know, it's all they call it Ezrach. He's a, uh, no, what's it called, citizen. He's a citizen, that's a Yetziva. A Yetziva is a citizen. So, Yatziv means, Yatsiv is actually, the Guyn says, very interesting. You want to hear an interesting Guyn? Yatsiv in, 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 in uh, Ivrit, there's a word, yatsiv, yatsiv, they use the word in Ivrit? They do. In Lash and Kaidish, it doesn't exist. As we know, Ivrit's not Lash and Kaidish. Yatsiv is not a Lush and Kaidish word. It's an Aramis word, even though it says Nitzavim, but Yatsiv is not a, it's an Aramis word. And the Vilna Guyn says an amazing thing. You want to hear an amazing thing? We say Shema loud, and we say Baruch Shem. Quietly. Why? The Malachim shouldn't hear. So the Vilna Gain says, MS is Keneged Shema. So that you say in Lash and Yatsiv, at Vyatsiv, is Aramis. Malachim don't understand Aramis. Vyatsiv, that goes back to Vilna is Keneged baruch Shem. You don't want the Malachim to hear you saying baruch Shem. So Melo by we say it quietly. And in MS Vyatsiv, we say Yatsiv, which is a Lash Aramis, that the Malachim shouldn't understand. An amazing guy. But Akapanim, here we're saying Yitziva is a lashing of an ezrach, of a citizen. So it doesn't make sense that the Yitziva should be on the ground, should be, so to speak, over here. Vigiyura and the ger, the guy that doesn't belong over here, Bishmei Shemaya, he should be in the Shemaya, meaning it doesn't make sense that the less a thing should be, should be on top and the more a thing should be on bottom. It doesn't make sense. So Melifreyi Gemara, why in the world do you put the machta in the right hand and the kaf in the left hand? So I think more very interesting thing, uh, so technical the makhta was much it was heavier it had three kavim of coals. it was much bigger so mela and the other one is however big your, your palms are most people cannot hold three kavim in their palms so meila the calf is just the amounts that are game in your palms and the mahta held three kavim so you want to have the heavier thing you hold the heavier thing in your right hand and A male, the other thing in your left hand. Maybe the k'negadol was a lefty, Ruvain. Maybe the k'negadol was a lefty. So the if he's a lefty. What's the It is the is not an eater. He is pashtas considered a mum and a male? The k'negadol was not a lefty. line, if it's really true, but at the But in any v'chala the k'negadol generally was not a lefty. So male, we give him in his right hand. We give him the heavier thing, and in his left hand, we give him the k'afah. Oh, no, we're going to see in a minute. Just hold on. Hold on one second. Zaytigyevoyah. <laughs> Zaytigyevoyah. V'afilu bizman shavin. Even if it's the same size, meaning if a guy, even if the Kaingadal is a rather large individual, and his male chafnov is the same size as three Kavim, he's a festa guy, he eats enough donuts, he comes to enough siyumim. No, sium from donuts, don't. donuts from sium don't make you fat. But I can put him, if you eat the two palms, even if he's a big guy, and he has big palms. Still, the Allah, still, the uh, Gemara explains, K'may said Kimchis. Like Yebishma ben Kimchis, who was a very uh, healthy, we'll call him individual. So Meila, his palms were the same size as three. K'avim, so the Machta should be in the right. Maybe the Machta should be in the left. They're both the same size. So, Ati Vizut the proverbial hot potato. We don't want him to have to hold it like a hot potato. So Meila, it's much harder to hold on to the Machta, which is hot because the gold conducts heat so apparently it was much harder to hold the machta so even if it was the same size but the machta was hot and therefore we put the machta in the right hand and the uh the calf in the left hand <laughs> he used to shovel out four kav in his palms that's how big his palms were they would say like this: Kala nashim, all women, zarad, zarad, vizarad, Each, each, all women, eat, Z- Rashi learns zarad as a lotion of like eating a certain kind of, uh, the women, when they don't feel well, when they're pregnant, they don't feel well, they eat a certain kind of food. The to explain in a minute. The Ima, so all nashim, will make this thing called zirud, and they eat it. But Ima, the mother of Abishwa ben Kimchis, was Allah She went up to the roof, meaning she broke the barriers, she broke the glass ceiling, so to speak, and she was able to get on to be her, that her child was much bigger than other children. And the Gemara explains what that means. Some say it's referring to arson, which is a food that chaylum eat. So all women, zarad zarad deva zara, they all eat this son. But Ima, her, her arson was much better than than all the other women's arson. And that's why she had such a child. Arson's very healthy for a chayla. So they all eat arson. And the, this was a Mashal that he used to say that his mother was Allah lagag. His mother broke through and had a huge child. Some say it's referring to the way the sheikh hazer was produced. Produced him. Very interesting Pasak. Rabbi Rami. Rabbi Avoh asks <laughs> a shira in a pasuk. Siv. For there's <laughs> David and Melch talking. Sivat Hazreini Chayil LaMelchama. David and Melch says it is. A, we lay, there's one. There's one pasuk in Tehillim and one parsha in Shmuel. Paruch We're gonna have very soon one Parsha in Tehillim, one Parsha in Shmuel. That's almost identical. And one of them we don't lay in Tehillim ever in the in in the shul, but Shmuel we lay in. Shira's David we lay in. So Shiraz David is repeated twice. Which is, by the way, the reason why in, why in benching, sometimes we say Magdal, sometimes we say Migdal. What Migdal is in Shmuel, it says Migdal Yeshua is Malkai. Magdal is a in Tehillim. there it says Magdal. And, the, and why we do one or the other is a big discussion in Rishanem. But, but the same part it begins to the same parshas listed in Shmuel and in Tehillim, and there's a few subtle changes between them. So over here, the Gemara is going to ask Esthera between some of the subtle changes between Shmuel and Tehillim. So on the Pesach in Shmuel, it says, V'atazreni chayel The Rabbinus Shalalem was Mizarizmi, so to speak, to make an army for battle. Ok the Pesach in Tehillim says, Ham chayel with an aleph. The Pesach adds an aleph. So what's the difference? Why, why, why over here does it say V'atazreni? And over here it says, ha or the literal Pesach is, uh, that, that It's an extra Aleph in there. Meaning number one the is shalom Clarified me, zeri son. It means to like to clear out, to to, ma- to clear out all my impurities, to make me pure. Vizeresasni, and then you gave me uh, an ability to be Mizuriz, to be able to serve you properly. And he's talking about Muhammad, But the point is, you see, there's two aspects. Number one, that you have to purify, you have to take away the impurities. Number two, number two, you also have to do it with ziras. That's what the Malachos is talking about. So we're going back over here. When a person has a child, is, there's a lot, lot of zera that the woman has the ability to be Miss Abba from. But there's only one tipa that the woman is actually Miss Abba from. And if she picks the proper tipa, then the child turns out to be a Meridika child. So we're saying that the mother picked, so to speak, the proper tipa and a male. That's why she had such a mighty big child. And this is mamish. One of the fundamental concepts in shalom bias: a man's a man's potential is limitless, and a person with limitless potential produces. Nothing. That's the Matthias. So if you have no, a tremendous potential, you will never produce anything. You need someone to solidify you and say, okay, we're taking this and we're stopping right here. A like guy could spend his whole life saying, maybe I could do this, maybe I could get better, maybe I could get here. You're never going to do anything in life. You have to be able to say settle, because it's really settling, but you have to settle and say, this is it. That's what the isha does. The man produces a tremendous amount of zera, and the isha says, "No, nope, this is the this is the Zach, This is the child." That's the Kayach of an isha, and that applies to all areas of shalom bayis. If you want to listen. To bias for life, but I'll put him in all areas of shalom bias. This is the yisoid. The man is the one that has limitless potential, and the woman solidifies it and says, "This is it. This is the way we're gonna do it. This is the way the house is gonna look. Whatever it is, she solidifies the potential of the man." But anyway, that's what happened over here. This tube shot him. Either she ate, so to speak, a lot of arson, and that's why uh, very good arson, and that's why her child turned out like that. The other reason is because she was able to be the right tipa in order. That's why her child turned out like that. But how did the Gemara know it came from her? Maybe it came from, her, from his father. How do they know that his zach his came from his mother? Because the Gemara says, Enida, we are going to learn. We are going to know Meseches Nida if we believe it. If we don't believe it, we will not out like other people can't but if we believe it, because Hashem, we're going to learn and know nida in Ya and over there next to the Lishkas Hanazirim, we're going to see a fascinating thing that the woman produces the bosar in a person. When a person is a healthy mensch, he comes from his mother. So if Hebishra Ben Kimchis was a big, so to speak, literal individual, so obviously it was his mother's input. The father, hopefully, is not supposed to be producing that in a child. The father, hopefully, should be producing the ruchnius in the child. That's the father's job. The mother's job is to help with the gashmius, and the father's job is to help with the ruchnius, and that's why the Gemara is assuming that it was the mother. But you're going to see an amazing thing over here. Zara is like a lotion zeros like we just had. Yep. She was Mivara, the right tipa. She was able to pick the right tipa to produce this child. That's what it means. That's why we bring this possible to show that the word is Zara. Zer- 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 it's a similar word. It's actually interesting. If you ever want, if you ever, I don't know if they sell it on Lakewood, but there's a, say- a book, a safer book, from a Rafal Hirsch. It's called the Eptomological uh, Dictionary of or something like that. It's an amazing, it's written by some doctor, so I don't know if they'll sell it over here. I have it in my house. It's an amazing book of Shem Shafal Hirsh. had such a kaiach, to be able to like take a word, like these words, no one would put together the word Zvatazreni to the word Zirud. You would think the shirish is Zerud, not Zvatazreni. You would never put them together. Shem Shafal Hirsh has an amazing thing. He puts together different words just because, like he would put together zar. And Zara, and he would explain what zar has to do with Zarat. I, I don't know the reason is, but they, they have a whole book and they have quoting him. He's, he has an amazing, amazing kayak. To do that, I mean they have a chumish, but that was a tremendous kayak. If you want to read the, if you want to get the, the dictionary, it's a fascinating thing. If you want to know Losh and this is an amazing, amazing thing. How he compares different words, fascinating. You see the Amitas attire when you look at that. Amr love. Now look at this Gemara by his side. Everybody says of it is Gemara and nobody knows what the Gemara is talking about. Oh not nobody. So many people don't. Amr huh? Amr am um, love. They think it has to do with chattels. Amr am um, love. Iyabishmal ben Kimchis. They said about Iyabishmal ben Kimchis. Pa machas super dvarim in my b'shuk. One time he was talking to an Aravi uh, Arab in the shock. finitzah tsinura, mipiv al bagadov, and at Sinura, a little piece of spit went on his begadim. so he became Tame, he says begadim became tameh. he became Tameh, because of a, a guy has a den of Azov ov, if we would know that nowadays we'd have a different attitude towards Gaim. But Gaim have a den of Azov we had it in Meshish Shabbos, at Amele, he became Tameh, so he couldn't do avaidah Finichnas if his brother Yeshav went in, tahtav and was the kohen gadol instead of him because he became Tameh their mother saw shnei karenim g'delem biyaim echa two karenim g'delem on one day first Abishma ben Kimches and then Abishav ben Kimches Kimches is the name of a the lady they said another thing about Abishma ben Kimches we'll see in a minute why they called him after his mother's name we'll see in a minute one time he went out he spoke to a guy and a piece of spit went on his and a piece of spit went Yes of his brother went in and did and was the King Allah. Vira iman Shnei Kharnim Gedalam Bye his mother, saw two Khanim Gedalam on one day. What's the point? Taniraban Shiva Banim. Ha Kimchis had seven sons. Ve'ekulon kulon Shubikuna G'dayla They all were Mishamish They all were Kayanim Gedalim. Why Ma'asis What did you do that you were a to this? Some people are going to think what did you do wrong that you ended up with seven sons? the Gemara is asking why did you do that you're that every one of your sons was a Kayanim Gadal. So what do we say? So everyone says Tznias that we're saying over here. Let's see the Gemara inside. From my days, my the the beams of my house did not see the uh, the knots in my hair, the braids in my hair. Because she was very tenua; she never uncovered her hair, even in her house. So I don't understand. Is it mutter or aser? It's mutter. Totally mutter. There's nothing wrong, especially in a a room for sure. It's mutter. There's no aser for a woman to uncover here. So what's going on over here? The answer is tznias is not about mutter or aser. uh, Tznias is about being a tzernuah. It's not about cell phones, not about driving, not about shaitals. These are all manifestations of tznias. A tsunua is a person that's private. He keeps what's private, private. A pirate is a person that can be the most tsnee-dick a lady, but if everything she does is in the street, that's a prutza, that's not a tsunua. Tznias is a mida. Pritzas is a mida. It has nothing to do with actions. Actions just show if you're a tsunua or a pirate. A guy who's a private guy and doesn't tell everybody everything, how much money he's making, doesn't advertise everything, that's a tsunua. And a pirate is a guy who's in the street and everybody has to know everything, regardless of how long his shaito has nothing to do with that. And over here, the Gemara said now, a person shouldn't wear a shaytel. It's not proper, but that has nothing to do. That's a manifestation of Tznias. And then the Gemara says, the Kazach. Um, huh? Oh! No, so the question was, Pashtas, seven sons, Lechayah goes the same way. Because Tznias, if an Isha acts... The difference, there's a Mariadiki Gemara, people don't know, but it's very possible to shtelavek if a person's going to have a boy or a girl. The Gemara says very clearly how to do that. So, based on a level of sneas, a person will be zayche to bonum. That 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 uh, uh, for Isha is very tsenua. Uh, he will be zeicha to Bonim. According to the Cheshbonis and the Gemara, if a, if a Isha acts with sneias, she will be zeicha to Bonim, That's number one. But I don't think they, they're mainly asking on Kayanim gadolim. Now, what's the oymik? Why, if she's a tsenua, does she get a kainim gadolim? Because because what does the pasuk say? You can't just go lefnay lefnim. You have to be a tsenua. You have to be someone that's a lefnay lefnim to person. Then you could be zeicha that your children go. So because she was such a tenuah, that's why she was Zaika. But look at the key over here. Amrullah, they told her, there's plenty of people that did it, didn't work. Why not? Because the word is not that your ceiling doesn't see your hair. Shaita. Just because you're covering your hair in your house, that's not the point. Many people could do it. You have to be a tenuah. That's her point. Don't copy. Monkey see, monkey do. Okay, I'm going to cover my hair. Finished. That's not the point. The point is to be at Tanuah. So that's why he said, Harbei also came. Many people did it. It's not about the activity. We sat over a skula in the B'tachanshim. I did the skula. I didn't do a skula. Schoolers are not be, Well, some skulas are, but this skula has nothing to do with activity. It's not about writing. It's not about doing the skula. It's about the emotion that the invoke evokes or invokes, whatever the word is. So the same thing over here. The point is not, did they see her here? Did they not see her here? That's a technicality. The point is, was she a tsunua or was she not a tsunua? And that's the say the person wants that his children, what else is the Yukari Himipuninim referring to? Taya! Yikari Himipuninim. A person wants that his children should be tamidah if he sets up in his house that nothing to do with the length of the shayt. That's a discussion for itself. If he sets up a situation of tsnius in his house, whatever tsnius is, but you understand the lumbness of tsnius, you will be zaycha, that your children will be tamidich chamin. Tsnius is one of the most overused words in today's generation. Tsnius is not something to throw at it, but cheapens the concept. Sneias is one of the most chashivim midas in the Torah. The highest midah. The Vilna Gaon has a sefer called Safra Tzneiasa, which the Gaon said was his most Hashiva sefer he ever wrote. The highest midah that the Rebbeinu Shlom operates with is the midah of Sneias. It is a very chashivim midah. But if it's thrown around every day, oh, this Sneias, not sneeas, it loses its chashivas. Sneeas is a midah. Sneias is an approach. Sneias is not everybody's business. What's going on in your house? That's Sneias. And a person that has Sneias will know how long to make the shetel, how long to make the skirt. You don't have to, is it mutter, is it us? That's not the meduber. The meduber is, are you a tsenua or are you a prutza? That's the difference. And a male, that's the Gemara saying. The point is to be a tsenua, not about actions, not about lengths. Um, of course, a person can't do something that's also. But the point is that the, the, it's a midah, and if we have the midah, we'll be zaicha to tremendous hatslacha. No. Toner No. I'm not getting involved. This is already. Chaim. Uh, we don't answer such questions. You have to answer politically. I'm not going to get involved if, if it's. But generally speaking, for you. Avram Svi? No. Now, you want to generally? No. Tana Save Tana <laughs> that, that's he was called Abishmah Ben Kimchis. why was he called after his mother because that's the reason why he became a King Gadol. because his mother was Abishmah Ben Kimchis. this is Mamish say <laughs> if you huh was, obviously this chus wasn't because of the father it was partially because of the mother the mother's tznius has a tremendous ratio among the children now again everyone has to once you start following the street you're toast Band for all this this it becomes a matter of semantics and it means absolutely nothing no, but the mother has to tell, the Yisoyed of tzinih. is a bias. The of Tzniah is that a per, the, the, the essence of a bias is a Mokim Tznuah. The more the mother, mother is the Tznuah, the, the more she's telling of the bias. The mother, e, e, the mother, wife is called a bias. And the more Tznuah she is, the more solid the bias is, the more chash of the children turn out. Yes, the father is the Ruchniah, but the Tzniah comes from the mother. And again, Tzniah is a Midah, it's not an action. Now, if a person's doing something aser, let's say I don't want someone to say. A person does something that's aser, we're not discussing that. We're talking about something that's mutter. And the question is, what called snias is the Gemara in Yuma? And you have to be honest with yourself and figure out what you're doing is snias or not. By the mincha, it says, you should take it with a kaimitz. You shouldn't make a measurement for the kaimitz. You should take it with your fist. That's how you should take the kaimitz from the mincha. We're switching to mincha now. Are you allowed to make a measurement for chafina, right? Chafina also had to be done with your palms. Are you allowed to make a measurement with for chafina? You have to do it with your hand. What about chafina? By chafina it says you have to do it with your fist. It says you have to take your... Two palmfuls. Maybe if it, because it says two palmfuls, maybe you, all you need is two palmfuls. It's a measurement. You don't need actually to take it with your palms. Maybe you learn the word male from the word male from kaimtse. And Amela, that's the reason why it, it, maybe, maybe you learn that from there that you're not allowed to make amida. So that's the Shalad Gemara. You're allowed to make amida for chafina or not? Tashimah, the Mishnah says, if you remember we said these are key words in the Mishnah, ha'isa The Mishnah says, this was its measurement. What's the Mishnah adding when it says, this was its measurement? The ha'fina, this measurement was two handfuls. My lav, mida Maybe the Mishnah means that if you want to make a measurement for the ha'fina, you want to make a kli that holds the ha'fina, this is the size that the kli should be. That's the Gemara thought. We're going to see later there's a big Shiloh when the king got into the Kadesh does he do Khafina again or does he just take the whole calf and dump it on the coals does he have to do another Khafina or not so, the Gemara, it's a is we're going to see later, a few blah. So, the Gemara over here is assuming the Kaha midasa means that when you do the Khafina again in the Kardashian Kadashim, that's how you do it. You flip it and you do the same size Khafina again. So, the Kacha midasa doesn't mean if you want, it interesting thing, two totally different ways of explaining the Mishnah. The Kacha doesn't mean if you make a measurement for Khafina, you should make it. It means when you come into the Kardashian Kadashim, you should do Khafina again. That's what the Gemara is assuming to explain the Mishnah. A different. Uh, I skipped line. Uh, oh, so no, I, I skipped line. My lawyer. Shama's mina. The chayavirai from here. Chayfin. The chayzav a chayfin. You see from here that you do another Khafina in the kodesh hakadoshim. It's a in two blatt. If you do it again, it at. Zatigmar Dilma Midah. He said, maybe no. Maybe that's not the pshar of the Mishnah. Maybe the Mishnah means that you can make a Midah because the Mishnah is ambiguous. You don't know which way the Mishnah means. So if you go, if you want to bring it right to this way, I'll tell you that it's talking about Khayf and If you want to I'll tell you no, it's talking about making a Midah for the Kaimitz. Maybe the Mishnah is just saying that you're not allowed to have more or less of the Khafina, meaning the Khafina has to be exact. You shouldn't have extra, and you shouldn't have less. And the of the Karin just to make sure it completely fills up his palms we're going back to kaimitz, because we compare kaimitz to Khafina, because they're both done with the Kingdel's hands. You would think it could be sticking out. Right? A guy takes the fist false. So you would think you could have some mincha sticking out. It has to be in your kaimits, in your fist, which means three fingers. So if you're doing with your kaimits, you would think it it has to be maybe maybe just with the tips of your hands, not on your palm. Maybe just with the uh, tips of your fingers, maybe just on the top of your fingers. You take a kaimitz. Like people do how How do you do it? You cover your palm with three fingers. The kaimitz, and you do a kmitza. That's how you do kmitza. A machavas is a baked mincha. And a Marches is also a baked mincha. Two different kinds of baked minchas. Machavas is a pan. Not like we say in Shabbos mirrors for those that sing mirrors. A mincha a machavas. A machavas. is a deep pan. It's, ba- it's, ba- it's fr- deep fried or deep baked. So those are two different kinds of minchas. If you're going to take a kamitsa, what's going to happen is you're going to have pe- it's baked, so you're going to have pieces sticking out. So how are you going to make sure you get? If you have dough, just some of the minchas are just flour and water, or not water, flour and oil. So then it's not a problem; it'll just fall off by itself. But if you have a baked mincha, how are you going to make sure that it fits exactly into the kometz? You smooth it down with your thumb on top, with your pinky on the bottom. Kimitza was considered to be a very... Difficult Avaidah in the Beis Hamikdash to get it exact was considered very difficult avaida. Fatimah Zuhi esuloi for haika malika. Hashem, we're going to learn. We're going to ram and sechezvachim in Yerushalayim er kodesh. We actually had it once, but we're going to learn that by a bird, the Kayin used to shecht it with his thumb. He would shecht it with the back on the back of the neck with his thumb. We're going to see exactly how he did it. We mentioned it once. That's called malika, and that is avaida Koshe Shev mikdash was very difficult to do it properly. So Fatima Y is saying kamitza is avaida You have malika. We're going to see later why Ela Zuhi may These are from the difficult avodas, not the most difficult avodas. It's from the most difficult avodas. Omer Rabbi Yehi Chanon, Yeshua ben Uza. Rabbi Yeshua ben Uza had a very interesting Shiloh between your fingers, or yeah, if a person puts his fingers together, let's say some of the dough, or whatever the mincha is, gets stuck between your fingers. Is it considered part of the kaimitz or is it considered part of the rest of the mincha, which is eaten by the kayenah? That was a shaila. If it's on the inside of the finger, mamish, it's still on the finger, but it's towards the inside of the of the of the fist. That's considered kaimitz. The what's sticking out of the fingers that you can see from the outside, that's for sure shirayim, and the kainim eat it. So it's very important to keep in mind the kaimitz. When on them is bayach, and the rest of the mincha the kainim would eat. So there was a huge nafkamina between his fingers. Does the kainim eat it, or do you burn it? And we're going to see this mamish a big nafkimina, what you do with it, because it makes a halachalamite, so we'll see in a second. kiti bayalach <laughs> te baini What about the ones that mamish in between the fingers? What's the halacha? abyechana Yeshua ben uza. safik Nothing wrong with that. It's a safik. We don't know. We can't be paisha. We don't know what the halacha aben is. It's a safik and pharitic. Okay, so it's a hey, What are you going to do? You have a suffix. So what do you do with those every time you brought a mincha? You had a suffix. So to gemar, I'm chanina, makdir kay mitzlechudei, First, you're t'chila. First, mark to the kaimitz itself. Ve'hadar be'na And then, you burn what's in between the fingers. Why? If you're going to burn the be'na be'nim first, dilma shirayim, Nenu, Maybe it's considered shirayim. and what's going to happen? You burn shirayim, right? Before you were marked to the kaimitz, you burn this be'na which might be shirayim. And what's going to happen? It's like shirayim that lost some of the shirayim, got burned between. The kmitza and the haktar, right? Because you did this after the kmitza. Shira'im <laughs> shachasu ben An amazing thing. The halacha is: Let's say you did the kmitz and you're on the way to the Mizbech, and then the shira'im gets lost or it gets burned. The halacha, or part of it gets burned. The halacha is you're not know to burn the kmitz. The kmitz has the the shira'im. Once the kmitz is burned, now the shira'im, even if it gets lost, it's fine. You already brought the mincha. But till the kmitz is burned, you got to make sure every inch of shira'im is there. So if you're going to burn the Bain Habeinim on the Tzad the bein Habeinim is considered Shirayim so basically you just burn the Shirayim before the Kaimitz was burned. You just toasted no pun intended you just toasted your Kaimitz so you can't bring the Kaimitz anymore. So Fratimar you can't burn it first so Mel you can't do that. Okay, so what do you do? You burn it second. You go on to burn it after you burn the kaymets. There is an iser to burn shirayim on the mizbech. You're not allowed to take the shirayim of the mincha and burn it on the mizbech. So if this ben abenim is considered shirayim, even after you bring the kaymets, you're not allowed to put it on the mizbech. There's an iser to burn shirayim on the mizbech. So the Lechoyer, what are you going to do? "You bring it on the mizbech as if it's wood." The Gemara says an amazing thing. Like Abelazah says, the iser is only to bring it as if it's a rech as if it's a carbon. But you could bring it as him, so to speak. And a male is you could bring it as if it's wood, and that's not considered akhtar. If you put it on the as and pretend like it's wood because you don't know what to do with it, so that's fine, that's not going to pass. All. Well, according to the Rabbana what are you going to do they don't hold of this business of burning on the Mizbech as if it's wood so according to them it's going to be a problem they are going to burn on the Mizbech everyone can get excited Amr Mari, the Kanti they're the ones that do the Kmitzah. So then if you look between your fingers, the healthy people don't have too much space between their fingers, and then you don't have to, what to worry about. That's the Etzah. That's what A And the Gemara says, once you say that, even according to Abelaz, instead of getting to the Sol Shailah, just fat people or healthy people do Kmitzah. So if somebody asks you, where in the base. of mikdash do they look? Specifically for healthy people? The answer is by the mincha. By a mincha, they made sure that you ate enough donuts that there won't be any uh, mincha fitting between your fingers. Yeah, There's a simon over here. That's a simon. Zakta How do you remember the Gemara? So we said, of the Kaimitz is. A suffic. Bayra Papa Baina Bainaim Shemalay Chafnov Nahu. What's the halacha with Baina Benaim? Ych Maliknav, you do a shovel. You shovel out with your hands. What about the katiras that get stuck between your fingers? What's the halocha with that katirus? What's the kadusha of that katirus? Fatimara my coming by what's a shailah? Egamar Malay Malami Hasam. If you learn the word malay by chhofnav from the word malay by It's the same thing as Mincha, same Shaila we had before. What's our Papa coming into Bismadish with a grace of Shaila? The chayr we just had the Sugi before. And our Papa knew the Gemara before because our Papa spoke in the Gemara before. So, what's a Shaila? Zatimara Papa Hachibayel, this is our Papa's is a Papa Shaila Meloy Khafna V Havi Binan Is the exercise a cassov that you have to bring Meloichhafnav and here maybe the Bain Habinayim is considered Meloy Khafnav, Adamelah, you have to bring it. The heavy being of allaka. The says velokach. Now, what gets stuck between the benayim? You didn't take that came in memela. When you stick your hands onto the tires and stuff gets stuck in, you didn't take that out. That's the So that's not considered velokach, and wouldn't be good enough. And the gemara says, take you. and bezoshem today will know the answer to the Shiloh. Okay. pop up and she. It's it's pasha to me. But the way you do a kaimitz is the way people do a kaimitz. But the Gemara doesn't say how do people do a kaimitz. So Rashi says the way people do a is the you're, you're, the side of it. You go, you do a kaimitz. You bring the side like a karate chop. You bring your hand down like that, and you take the kaimitz like that. That's how, that's how Rashi learns. That's called kidekamtiyanchi. That's the way you do a papa Again, a kaimitz is a fistful of the mincha that you used to take, and he mocked you on the mizbech. And it wasn't a fistful, it was the three middle fingers full of flour. These two were not included. The three middle fingers full of flour. How did you take it? You used to put your hand down like a karate chap and take and pull out. That's how you did a kaimitz. Now the Gemara is going to ask, let's say you do it in a different way. Are you It says, I Let's say someone does a Kmitzah with the palm of his hand down. He pulls it up. He, instead of doing it on the side, he pulls it up. Or the opposite. He puts his, the top of his hand against the, the flour and the oil, and he pushes his hand down, and the Kmitzah seeps through through his fingers. That's the way he does the Kmitzah. Is that good or not? Min had him, uh, yeah. If he does not a normal not a uh, uh, so so real that I jumped ahead of myself. But Rosh Bicev means that you st- you force your, you you do a you 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 like you, you you stick your hands in and you pull you pull the you pull the you, there's three cases, I have to get, could you, the case number one, brush it, it's is your palm is down, means your palm is up, and you pick, you pick it up, with the, with the top of your fingers, meaning, Rashi has different shot of the Gemara. When you read the Gemara, you could think that Rashi Etzbeisav means your hand is upside down. I'm going to, we're going to go through Rashi's shot. The Rishonim disagree. We're going to go through Rashi's shot and the Gemara. So let's start again the three cases. Rashi Etzbeisav means the palm of your hand is down and you pull it up. That's called Rashi Etzbeisav. That means your palm is down and you pull it up. Milmaatel Amaylo according to Rashi means the other way. Doing the same thing, you are putting your palm upside down and you're picking, but you're picking it up with your Rashi Etzbeisav. Meaning instead of picking it up with your palm down, with your Rashi, we're making a fist with the palm down. You're making a fist with the palm up, but how do you do it with the palm up? You shovel it in with the top of your fingers. That Rashi says is called milmata. Leb not Rashi, it's ba'isaf. That's the case we just said. If you press it against the flower and it goes through your fingers, that's called menatstadim because it goes through the sides of your fingers. Those are the three cases. Palm down, Palm up, and you shovel it in with the tips of your fingers. Menatstadim is the palm up and you're, put, you're forcing it through through the sides of your fingers. And again, the Gemara says, Takeo, and I'm today, we will have the answer. Malay in Same thing, just like we said by a the way you do it is like a karate chap. You come in with the sides of your hand down. The way you do chafnaim is the same thing. You bring your hands down like on the side and you shovel out like that. That's how you do malay That's how in papa. Let's say you do it with your with Roshbaysa, which according to Rashi means you shovel it out upside down. You put you put your palm down and you pull it out like this. Like you do the same thing with the Kremits. You pull it out going upside down as opposed to coming as opposed to coming from the with your sides of your hands and pulling it up you put your hand you put your palm down and you shovel it out. That's Rosh Yatsbhisa. you put your hands against the flower, the katyrus, the and you shovel it in with the tips of your fingers. You shovel it into your hands. Is that considered a... Uh, is that good? Minat sad. Mahu. You push your hands and get You pressure your hands against the katyrus and you force it through your fingers so they go through your fingers. Now, the lumbus of the is like this. Is there... There is... They didn't Kmitzah. There's there's two halachas in commit. Number one, that you have to take a kaimitz, and you have to, in this case, you have to take Malay Chafnaim, but there's another halacha. You have to do the action of making a kaimitz. It's also an action, it's not just a measurement, it's an action. So the Gemara is saying, if you just shovel it in, you technically have a kaimitz or you technically have Chafnaim, but you never did the action of Malay Chafnaim. So the Gemara is clarifying how do you do the action of Malay Chafnaim? That's the discussion. The sheer you'll have, but the question is if you do the action. So that's the Shayla. Is this considered the action of Malay Chafnov? Chafan Bezu, Bezu. Let's say you do one Chafina with one hand, one Chafina with the other hand, Vikir Vanzui Tozu, and then you put them together. Maho, what's Allah? Is that good, or do you have to do them both together in one shot? And the Gemara says, Takeo. Go. We're going to Hashem today. We'll know the answer to the Shayla.